mindfulness. So today we're going to do a mindful episode. It's all about your mind, the way we think. And it's going to be about being okay with being misunderstood or not being understood by others. It's what today's episode is all about. And with that, let's get to it. First, I wanted to say thank you so much um, if you have left me a rating. And if not, if you could just take five seconds to leave me a rating, that would be amazing. I deeply appreciate it. And thank you for the DMs um, that I got this week from last week's episode. We are, as humans, right, we crave um, connection. We want, you know, it's just part of our human nature. We have friends, we have, you know, family, or we have our pets. We have whatever brings us joy, but it's based on connection, right? You probably have a circle of friends or a circle of people around you that have similarities to you. And that's part of our human, you know, persona as humans and that connection piece. But what happens when you go against the grain and what happens when you're misunderstood by other people? And sometimes we can end up feeling alone. And I don't know, has that ever happened to you? Because it has happened to me many, many times and it continues to do so. But now I am super comfortable with being okay that not everybody is going to understand me. And also on the other side of it, being very mindful that how can they understand me, right? Because they don't know my whole story. They don't have my whole life experience. That's kind of selfish for me to even expect that of other people. So in today's episode, we're going to be really talking about the importance of being really okay with being misunderstood and really start harnessing your own power and really going within yourself to be accepting of who you are, what makes you you, and Just a little forewarning, if you're new on the podcast, hi, welcome in. Celeste loves to use her really expressive love language or colorful language, which means bad words. So I do swear and cuss in this episode. So I'm just giving you a little forewarning before mama starts. Okay, so with that, let's get to it. I come from a Latina background. I was adopted when I was nine, so I have lots of different cultures mixed within me. And the way I raise my kids and how I am, I am not your typical Latina mama. And I got a lot of crap for that because I am very independent. I love to work, you know. I Sometimes I travel for work and I'm not with my kids or my husband. And it's very different. I live a different type of lifestyle and different type of, you know, like the person who I am. I am who I am and that's, that's who you get. And I tend to be very misunderstood because of that. And for the longest time, I held myself back. And I really wanted to share this episode today with you because I know I'm not alone, that sometimes we hold ourselves back because what are other people going to say or because of what others are already saying about us. And we're like, well, maybe they're right because so many of them are giving us input that we're not asking for, but we keep hearing it over and over and we start doubting ourselves in what's next for us or if we're even capable of doing the next thing. And so it's so important, so, so important for for your growth in life and in business to really be truly okay that we are all going to change and evolve. And as we grow and we evolve, people, you know, stay behind the course that no longer are part of our journey and new people arrive into our journey. 
And that's what I wanted to talk about today because it's something that has happened in life and in business that nobody ever prepared me for. And if I wish somebody would have told me sooner the importance of being okay with being misunderstood and what that means. Being misunderstood sometimes means that, for example, a person like myself who can get a little anxious, okay, um, and can get a little in her head and it's just part, you know, I have anxiety. It's just part of who I am. It can be hard. I can come off sometimes because I've gotten it. You know, my friends have told me. I can come off like standoffish or like I'm a little bit of a bitch and all this stuff. But it's not that. It just takes me time to warm up, right? Like I'm not really easily warmed up to unless I really feel it energetically. Like it takes me a while. It's just how I am. And that was the part one where I really had to learn to myself to really be okay with being misunderstood that people don't understand my personality, And how many times have we thought like, well, you know, maybe we can't be successful because we're not the bubbly or have the same personality as everybody else. And I'm here really to to like just share with you my journey that I was really shy. I was really shy and I didn't know if I would be able to do videos and I didn't know how I would be able to take all the heat that you get with it too because with the good also comes the hard part, you know, where you get those little not so nice comments and now I've learned that it's okay, like they don't understand my content or they get to have an opinion that it's ugly or they don't agree with it but I also have the power to delete it and to block it and to understand and put myself in the position that it's a stranger, it's a stranger, it's not a person who lives with me, it's not a person who even knows me why am I giving them so much of my power away and you can utilize this for your business and you can utilize this for your life that you get to choose who has the power to access you and your energy and your time and you get to say no and I know it can be kind of hard um, for us to say no, especially, you know, as women, we get brought up, you know, especially me, like being Latina, like, you know, you say you, you always have your manners and you, and, you know, you have to be proper and you have to be a certain way and you don't talk back and you don't swear and all this stuff, right? So as you can tell, even with me and my boys, it's like when I was growing up, it was a lot of like the things I don't do. Like, I'm not supposed to be this. I'm not supposed to be doing that. I was supposed to fit a certain type of mold and I always felt kind of weird and kind of broken because I never fitted into that mold and as I've gotten older I've gotten to, to be able to really be okay with being misunderstood and being happy that I get to choose who has access to my energy so if you are wanting to go on and start doing videos or maybe like start your own podcast or whatever it is that your next big thing is maybe you're in the middle of a transition and you want to pivot to something else and you're scared of what others are going to say about you or you know what that means about you give yourself the opportunity to just try Trying can open up so many doors for us if we're just willing to do so. But so many times we shut ourselves down. Back in 20, I think, yeah, I think it was, it was 2014 um, with Instagram. I remember 
that I really, really, really wanted to um, start doing videos and started doing more posting. But I was scared because I wasn't good enough at makeup. Um, I wasn't good enough like everybody else. And I never posted. And I didn't start posting until I actually went into beauty school. I started utilizing my phone and I just stopped caring and I just started posting. And I was like, I'm just going to give myself a chance and just try. And trying has gotten me where I'm at today. And many of the times I try to utilize that example, not for me, because this is not a podcast about me. This is I'm just sharing with you that I almost didn't even try. And if I wouldn't have tried, I would not be doing live videos. I would not be doing half of the things that I've done up to this point. I would have never been able to speak in front of people, teach other hairstylists, travel and work for brands and do all the things that I've been able to do if it wouldn't have been for just being willing and open to give myself a chance to try. And so in today's world where, yes, of course, like you have a best friend or you have, you know, a child or you have a partner and you're like, yes, babe, I know you can do this. You got this. I believe in you. And you truly do because you can see their gifts. What happens when we allow ourselves to give that gift back to ourselves? And maybe you are in a similar situation as me that where you were brought up the opposite. Like nobody even gave you the chance to try something because they were telling you all the things that you couldn't do before you were even willing to try something new. But and today I just really wanted to share with you that from the bottom of my heart that you are welcome to try. And you are welcome to also like not get it on the first try and fail. I have failed many times. I've done like episodes on the podcast where I swear. I've done episodes on the podcast where the audio's off. I've done live videos where it gets cut off or somebody calls me or my internet's bad. <laughs> it happened with, I th- yeah, it was one of my Pinterest TV um, live episodes. Um, I had a trouble with the internet in the beginning of it. And it happened. I mean, like, you know, and I keep going. I keep trying. It's okay. We learn from our mistakes and we get back up. And that's the part of entrepreneurship. And that's the part of also like in life that nobody really tells us and nobody prepares us up when we start as becoming hairstylists, you know, uh, business owners, whatever it is that you do in your life that we are going to fail. But you get to make two choices. You either can be like, okay, I failed and I don't want to give the energy or time for this because it's not worth it for me or you get to really be resilient and be like no this is worth it I'm gonna get up and try again because nothing happens overnight nothing and I am honestly like I'm sharing this as an educator but also as a person that I am just so tired of seeing this whole like oh yeah you know like start a um digital business and you're gonna make a hundred grand or a million dollars in a year like that shit doesn't work like that okay like unless you have like a huge following and you've been building your email list and a whole bunch of other factors are in it it's rare it happens sometimes for some people they make a hundred thousand dollars in their first year yeah i know people that that's happened to them but they have been building their you know community and their business for years or have an email list of huge like over like 50,000 people. Like I've seen it. I'm not saying it's impossible, but we need to also be in the reality that things take resilience. We have to be willing to bet on ourselves and say, "Yes, I'm going to try." And sometimes we're going to get nails. 
So part two of this episode is what the heck do you do when you get a no? I have gotten many, 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 many no's in my life. And I continue to do so to the point where I am unemployable, which means I cannot go work for anybody else (laughs) because you'll get to that point. You get to that point where you know how to do so many things. Like literally, like they're like, why the hell do you even want to come work for me? Like, you know, you have so many skills. You don't need to come work for me. And sometimes again, for myself, using myself as an example is because maybe you want to be a part of the team. Like I want to be a part of a team. And so for the longest time, I tried, you know, to work with other people and other businesses and, you know, inside of their business. And it didn't work out until finally I figured out my rhythm and I figured out how to be able to work with people coaching one-on-one with different type of businesses. I figured out how to be in different businesses, in committees, and in certain departments within their own online business that I could better support them and help them, you know, and also learn things from my own business. So it was a learning process. It didn't just happen overnight. And I think it's so important that we understand in this whole thing of business and this thing called life that we need to be very understanding that we're going to get no's in life and it's okay. Because every no also brings, it leaves a door open for a yes. Every time that, how many times have you ever wanted a job, right? You think it's your dream job with a dream income and you apply, you're like, oh my gosh, I hope this is a job because I know it's meant for me and you get a no. And you feel devastated and you feel like, should I even keep trying? So I want to share a quick story with you um, because I think it's very helpful is to give a little bit of insight about we hear and, you know, and I know you're listening to this. You're like, okay, that's nice to say, but what do you know about no, Celeste? So I really want to share this with you. So in 2020, you know, I started my mobile salon and I got, you know, the crud the COV. And I had this weird effect on my left hand and I couldn't open it all the way. So last year, just last year, 2021. Okay. Now we're in November. Just last year of 2021, I was barely learning again, how to open up my hand fully. Okay. And I had, I went through months months of just rehabilitation, just learning how to open my left hand and dealing with the pain at night. And I had to let go of my book of business, of my clientele. It was heartbreaking. And I was honestly in a really bad spot. I was broken because I was like, damn, like, shit, I just got my mobile salon. Now I got that crud and now I can't open my left hand. And I do highlights. So if you ever gotten your hair done or blonded, you know that your hairstylist needs both her hands to do the full highlights. And I literally would take girls with my hair color, which is dark, into like a really light blonde. I mean, like every single piece of their strand of hair is inside of a foil. Nothing is left out. So it was a major transformation service. And yes, it was a big ticket too. So yeah, it's part of my income. And all of a sudden, in January of 2021, I shut it down. And I was sad. And I was like, what the heck I'm going to do next, right? And that's where the mobile um, lounge slash photo booth part came into place. Is where I learned that, hey, I need to have be able to do something that doesn't solely rely on me being behind the chair, right? Or me doing stuff because, hey, look what happened to my hand. That's where that thing happened. But it took around like 10 months of really like just 
being sad and I was moping around and I was like, what the heck am I going to do now? You know, it was just a really hard time for me personally. And I've never have shared it on the podcast. I think, no, I really haven't until today because now it's just part of like a scar in my heart. It's no longer a wound. It's no longer bleeding. It's like something I went through and now it's fine. But looking back at it, I could have just literally given up and I almost did. I almost shut down all of my businesses. I almost did that. And looking where I'm at today, I am so grateful I didn't. Because um because I didn't shut down, I'm I was able to reopen again. I'm building my book of business up slowly, you know, as my hand continues to heal. I was able to launch my online courses. I was able to work with other businesses. I was able to do so many other different things. I was able to do the Pinterest, right, and learn how to do Pinterest for to grow my business, not only online, but also offline. I've been able to do so many other beautiful things and opportunities that I've gotten to do and to get paid for that I would have not been able to do if I wouldn't have gotten through that pocket of no's. And I thought it was devastating. I really literally thought my whole career was over because I couldn't open my left hand. And I thought my clients wouldn't come back and wouldn't wait for me. Many of them, you know, of course they had to go like, you know, they have their needs and I'm not mad at them for that. They came back and some of them left and they're, they're gone and I love them and you know, the best to them and they, they have their needs. It's not up to me. And also opening up that space has given me the opportunity to be able to do other things that bring more income to my business and also bring more joy in my life and give me more time and space to do other things that I want to do. But that wouldn't have been a possibility. And the only reason why I'm sharing this with you today is because I went through a month of no's. Like literally the therapist was telling me, my physical therapist, they weren't sure how much they were going to be able to do for me. I went through CT scans and MRIs and all this stuff. And they just related it back to the crud. And they just told me that we would have to wait and see. And now I'm able to do my all the things that I was able to do previously, but I no longer want to do that because I found a better way, right? I found other things to do to replace what I used to do. And that wouldn't have been a possibility unless if I allowed those no's to happen. And I'm just sharing that with you because sometimes in life, really horrible, hard things happen to us and we're like, nobody gets it. Nobody gets it. Everybody has their perfect life. And they don't get what my shoes or my circumstances are. But we have the power to how we react to things. And we get to be human and be sad. Like I told you, we get to be human and take time off. Like I shared with you to heal. And we also get the time and space if we allow ourselves to see what is next. What is this thing teaching me or trying to tell me on what's next to my journey. And to end the episode, I just really wanted to also just end it with the importance of trusting our own inner intuition or our inner wisdom or our gut feeling or the butterflies or whatever you want to call it. We need to start learning how to better trust ourselves and listen to ourselves. And this is something that that's why that's one of the biggest things why I stopped working with so many coaches is because I got to a point where I couldn't make a decision anymore. 
and this happened like during the 2020, um, you know, because it was crazy, right? Like, I mean, I'm a hairstylist. I lived in California. We were shut down for most of the time, especially in my county. And I couldn't make a decision because I didn't know what was right or wrong. And I was just like scattered all over. And I was like, dude, I don't want that. I'm an independent person. You're an independent person. You know what's right. You know what's wrong. You know your numbers. You know what's next. You're, you're the best one. Like you have the heart. You know the heartbeat of your business. You know your heartbeat of your life. You know what's if you have room to do one more thing. Or if it's time to take one thing off the list. Because we need to make some room for something special. Or just to the unknown of life. Right? And so I stopped working with coaches. Because I wanted to learn how to trust my own intuition more. And part of that, you know, like, yeah, for me, as I record this episode, it's, it is, it has been hard, but I've been letting go of lots of coaches this year. And now I'm literally down to only one. And like the other two that I, you know, I mentioned, um, because I've been in the program for so many years, it just automatically, I get to retake the program and I do because it helps me. But yeah, I only pay one coach a year now. That's it. Because I want to start trusting my intuition and, with education is so important. I truly believe, and I think education is a blessing. Hairstyling and color was not an easy thing for me. I invested like a lot of money. I've invested over like $60,000 in my education. Um, and I've always been very transparent about that because it has taken a lot of knowledge to get me where I'm at today, but also acknowledging that I have implemented and done the work. I have put in the hard work behind all that knowledge, right? And it's so important that we don't lose our intuition on what's next. So, so important. Because, you know, now as, as I have a mobile business, it's easy to have a mobile business. Like, look, mobile businesses are everywhere. Like, they're starting to thrive and open up. But at the time when I was doing that, that was like a crazy-ass idea. You know, even my husband like looked at me funny like, are you serious? You're going to go buy like this vintage camper and you're going to do that? And you think we can do that? I'm like, hell yeah, we can do this. We got this. Um. It was a process, but we got it. And that's part of your intuition. And so the, if there's something inside of you, like if there's that, that next thing for you or that you want to try out, I just say give it a shot and try. And don't give up when something gets hard and don't give up when you get a no. Give yourself the space to take a rest. I take days off. I took days off during my process of doing my mobile salon. I took time off, you know, with my whole hand ordeal last year when I was learning how to reopen my left hand. I had to. I had to put my health first, and it was hard. I felt selfish. I felt mean. I felt like my whole career and all the money I had invested in my education, not only for as a hairstylist and colorist, but also in my business education and technology education, went down the drain and that was not true. The most beautiful lesson that I got out of all of that, it was that we get to evolve and you get to change and you get to grow and everything that you've learned up to this point in your life and in whatever career you're at, you get to take with you to the next and it's only going to make you stronger and more knowledgeable if you allow it to. We're allowed to change and evolve. I am about to be 37 years old. I was in insurance till I was 30. I worked at a school, then that didn't work out. And now I am in the beauty industry, which, you know, 
in 2017, it started me going in through, you know, live video and started pushing me into, you know, publishings and working with brands and doing other things that I never in a million freaking years imagined I would be doing. And this is pushing me to what's next. And beautiful part of what's next and the beautiful part about evolving and changing as we grow and evolve and being comfortable with being misunderstood and being comfortable with just being whoever you are because you get to be kind and you get to be powerful and you get to be big. You get to hold space and take space in this world. We all get that space. Is that sometimes we need to leave space for the unknown too. And that's where I'm at. I know beautiful things are coming and there's little pockets of space right now in my life that are going to be filled in with something beautiful. What's in there? I don't know. But we need to leave and allow that to evolve and grow. And that is part of our evolution as women and that's part of our evolution as humans and that's part of our evolution as business owners is that we're always constantly evolving.